24 Cross Media. All right, GMAC and Winnie coming at you with another edition of the Outlaw Blitz podcast. Big fella, let's get dangerous. Never heard that song in my life. Um, It was from a movie back in the Who 80s. is it, though? Is it Twisted Sister and okay. Alice Cooper. I thought it, I thought it was Alice Cooper. I, I didn't recognize the rest, though. Yeah, I was feeling nostalgic when I uh, kind of picked that topic yesterday. Yeah, I mean, our top five today... You, you picked out, so it kind of it'll tie in when we get to that point. Um, what's going on? Not much. Getting ready for this. Hurricane, hurricane. Henry's about to smash us. So uh, It's been downgraded, thankfully. Just Tropical Storm Henry now. It moved a little further east, but we're going to get high winds and bands of rain. So Yeah. Batting down the hatches. It's going to fucking suck. Yeah. Um, and it's going to suck a lot sooner than later, apparently. From the last uh, radar I just looked at. So, what's new? Anything? Nothing, man. Just getting ready for next week. Got all of our uh, goodies ready to go. Yeah, Eric Sudo from uh, Chimpantry Service dropped off some shirts, some business cards and stuff. He's our sponsor, big sponsor for us. He came through in a pinch. Nice. Uh, well, not in a pinch, but Eric came through for us. He, he's been on the show. He's a friend of the show. And Townsie absolutely loves the name of the business. Loves the name of the business. Um, what is the name of the cups? Chaotic Creations? No, that's a different one on Facebook. Or maybe... Uh, I think that's what it's called. Is it? That's... You, you got me. You... you, you. I got to look it up now, Jesus. But anyway, she's done our shirts. Uh, yeah, uh, we're going to have some awesome polos and some T-shirts ready to go. That we're rocking. Yep. Marissa's going to handle our um, tablecloth. Yep. We got we got to order those ones that we had at Hope Rocks, though. We, those things, that thing was fucking sweet. Just actually. unzipped right to a thing. And heavy duty. Heavy, yep. Um, Got our trucker hats. Got a, well, I say a dozen. It's really 10 to sell. Uh, see how they go. Test run. They look good. They look just like our die cut uh, logo. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking badass. Is it the same hat as the one we got before? It is. It's the black and white trucker. Okay. With the lo- with our logo on the front. Uh, got a bunch of fucking stickers now. We got 200 plus what we had left from our original batch. Yeah, I'm going to... So I, we've actually got some in variety now. We've got yeah. 100 of our Round Mike Laprude inspired... Yeah. Uh, character caricature one. We've got the new die cut one that we just did, and we've got maybe like thirty or forty of the original oval ones left. How many people are going to take the dot the cartoon one and draw dicks all over the face? Oh my god! Yeah, it's I wouldn't a, expect it any other. way. I wouldn't either. You know, I might <laughs> I might have to do a couple and just insert them, and people yeah. get it. Like, what the like, fuck is this? Yeah, just randomly put them in there. Uh, yeah. So that that's a big that's a big thing we're doing next week. Our are we just attending the... And, and it's my birthday. Yeah. I'm going to buy you a watch. Are, are we just attending Alarm the wrestling match? Better. Uh, I'm not clear. 
on that. I'm gonna. Well, I thought their media guy was supposed to reach out. Yeah, and do this that's, that's stuff never like... happened. And every time I ask Seth, he says, "Don't worry." You're good. You're good. You're but good. So we're less than six days away, and we need to know. Yeah. So uh, I think we're going up to the wrestling thing. We're not setting up there. I know that. No, uh, but we got equipment. We got to get in and stuff for yeah, the next day. Yeah. I well, that's in a different place. No, I understand that, but we got to get to a hotel. We got to put our shit. Oh in. fuck yeah! Then we got to know where we're going to the Coliseum. Then we got or to the dome. Yep. There, there's a whole line of things that need to happen, but. We need to know. I asked how big it was. Uh, Blaze, his girlfriend lives literally down the street from it. It's about the size of the ice rink in Sorgerties. All right. It was a small venue. But we have tickets to that? Uh, the All good questions that I'm going to text, I'll message uh, Seth when we get off the air today and find out. Because, like, that was the whole that was purpose the only, of this, was yeah, it Yeah, the, the only thing we were told that we had to pay for... Was the dinner. Was the dinner, and I did, so... Uh, I, if, if our names are going to be on a list and we get to the door and we're able to just go in, I think that would be cool because you've got your digital recorder. I've got my Well, I'm going to use my phone. The phone works better than yeah. the thing I got. I've got my newfangled mic for my phone and uh, be able to get some interviews that way, hopefully. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I know when you do a, any of this stuff, I'm I'm tired of flying by the seat of your pants. Like, yeah, you I know. need to know shit. He's got a lot going on. I get it, but we need to know. Yeah, but exactly, he's got a lot going on. But I'm on the other side of the board. You got a little taste of it. It's not as easy when you're trying to coordinate times and on air and not on air. And oh yeah, you got to be held more responsible to certain things. But that that should be a big thing for us. Hopefully, we'll get a lot of visitors it, through our table. If you go to the convention center, it is a they say meet and greet, but we're going to be there covering it. And they're supposed to be shuffling people on and off the radio all day that day. That's what I'm from. What I was told. That's what I'm hoping. I I know we'll be live on our radio. Yeah, and I'm sure we're going to be able to to cut it up and it's it's going to be a live convention so there's going to be a lot of shit a lot of people walking around well we can play background music and stuff when we're just bullshit sure absolutely uh creating chaos creating chaos yes is uh our friend jen's business that we will make like coffee cups and resin cups and Water, uh, whatever, t shirts, all uh, kinds of stuff. Yeah, well, if the slim cans, if you drink them, gay little uh seltzers, the thin seltzers, yeah, the the like the the like the metal koozie cups for it, yeah, 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 all that stuff, tons tons of shit. So, are we ready for our sports report? Yeah, all right, time for a very special sports report. There's only really one thing to go on this week with Sports Report. C.M. Punk has returned. That was fucking epic. When you cannot hear the music over the crowd, you know that's a pop. That's a different level altogether that you you, you can understand. Yep, Tommy Dreamer said it 
Uh, he's like, it's been the Road Warrior Pop has now been renamed the CM Punk Pop. I think that was I, I think there was like crazy. three levels. It was Road Warrior to something else to now this. Yeah, it was wild. That was really crazy. Um, for year, we might as well get right into this on sports. For years, you know that I've I've said this to you. I've been brand loyal to the WWE my entire life. I when everybody was NWO and watched WCW. The only time I watched WCW was when I thought Hall and Nash were there as part of WWF. When they weren't and they stayed NWO, I don't care. That's not my <laughs> wrestling. I didn't care. I've always been brand loyal. I liked ECW, but I was loyal to WWF. I'm now AEW. Tony Khan's got it, man. The crowds are better. It's just better. The week before, they sang Jericho's entrance song. Which fucking Judas has been out for like two years now, and it's a fucking killer song. I've been playing it since the Outlaws. The first year. No, actually, I've been playing this since the Mountaineers. When I was uh, still broadcasting for the Mountaineers when we were down in uh, Middletown. I used to play it back then, and but it's caught on because Jericho is fucking Chris Jericho, and the song is just awesome. song is amazing. It, the lyrics of it are incredible, but if you go back and, and you're listening to this, go and look at uh, Crowd Sings Judas on YouTube. That was two weeks ago, or last week. Yeah. And then this week, just look up CM Punk. Epic. And if you tell me that they, they don't have the most rabid, awesome wrestling fans out there, I, then you're a liar because they are they outshine the WWE in every way right now. Let me tell you what the, what they're doing right. They have a two hour show on Wednesdays, an hour show on Fridays, and an hour internet show. It keeps you wanting more. They don't oversaturate the fucking market. They only do four pay per views a year. You know they don't oversaturate. Well, if you remember, WCW went from eight to eleven. Raw went. Nitro went 8 to 11. Yeah. Raw went 9 to 11. Yeah. And Raw beat him. Yeah. It's three hours of TV is a lot of TV. I watched SummerSlam last night. Um, Five hours. Too much. Seven to fucking midnight. Too much. And Vince is panicking already. Uh, he They hot shot Becky Lynch's return last night. And she beats Bianca Belair, who they spent the last six months building to be a fucking force. Becky Lynch beats and a squash her. match, right? Minute thirty, and most of that was was like a fucking standoff. They're just kind of looking at each other, jawing back and forth. Becky hits like a kick, a fucking pump handle slam, and one, two, three. The only good thing on the match, the only good thing on the night, really, the Cena Reigns match was good. Reigns won. Uh, but the beast returned and suplex seen all over the place. That was off camera. Yeah, that was after the show. Oh, uh, he, they just he had to stand down with Reigns and Heyman was look, look shitting himself in the corner, like oh fuck. Because like, what do I pick? Last time he was on, he was still a Paul Heyman guy. Now clearly he's not. With a new look, he had fucking jeans, cowboy boots, tank top, fucking ponytail, big beard, looking like a badass. But AEW is where it's at, dude. There's WWE. There's too much TV. Vince is getting rid of people left and right, and they're starting to recycle old shit. Yeah, well, you got to think now. AEW, they so, have okay. So here, go in the last ten years. It's been Brock Reigns and Cena, mm-hmm. and Orton getting thrown in there, here and again. You know, 
Where the fuck is the change? There isn't one. That's what it is right now. It's exactly what it is. You know, and you get a guy that can go like uh, Cesaro or um, or even Sheamus. Why aren't they in that mix? I don't know. I mean, you had Drew McIntyre. That's when ratings were up. The only thing, the only reason why Cena got cheered this time is because A, the crowd just still isn't buying Roman Reigns. And B, Cena's been gone for a couple of years. So it's like, all right, absent makes the heart grow fonder. He came back. But I guarantee if he stayed around, he'd be back to the same uh, let's go Cena, Cena, Cena sucks shit. So AEW is where it's at, dude. And now they're going to follow this up. Uh, they're going to be at the Arthur Ranch Center in Queens for another huge outdoor show on Dynamite. And uh, allegedly that's where Daniel Bryan is debuting. All right. Well, let's go back to the Cena thing for one second. Can we just admit that Reigns as a star just isn't happening. Not when he's force fed. There's no way. No, but it's been yep. his entire career. He does not have the polling power that Cena or Lesnar or fucking Zack Ryder for that fact had. You got to be organically accepted by the fans. They and he's not. When he came down the very first time as the Shield, everybody said that's going to be Vince's guy. And they did that little spin-off thing with Rollins for a short minute. Yep, but, and I wanted Ambrose because he's the best but, talker. But that's the way they, they circumvented it. And then what happened? It was Reigns all along. They were just, they just we'll keep them back here. But it's it's a failed experiment by this point. It is. Nobody, he, he's not a good talker. His match is the same all the time. It's the same shit. They bitch about I'm Cena. I'm going to shake my hand, load up my arm, super punch spear. Come on, dude. They, they bitch about Cena with the five moves of doom. Like, Reigns has his punch, the fucking uh, spear, and that that fly that drive-by kick he does on the outside. Everything else, he's, he, his match is our cookie cutter. Every time. Every time. Like, the Superman punch, when you debuted it, it was kind of cool. When you throw, when it takes you five in a fucking match to put somebody away, is it really a finish? Right. But then take Cena. Cena used to see you. So you go see, just go with the last two superstars. Obviously, Lesnar's his own animal. He's kind of like Andre the Giant. He was around too much. When he's only here and there, that's that's an attraction. Yeah, definitely. But Cena did things that brought you out of your seat. Mark Henry, the big or what you know, picking up Mark Henry like he's a fucking toddler, or the Big Show and Edge. For a fucking fu, yeah, you know what I mean. Like he did things that you were like, no fucking way. Yeah, what does that guy? What does Reigns do? Mm, nothing. 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 Even Orton, Orton's stupid uh, RKO. You're just wondering how he turns it into it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you're like, how the fuck did he pull that one off? And how do you keep Orton relevant? They got him with Matt Riddle now, who the fans love Matt Riddle. Yeah, and they won the tag belts last night, and you've got like Orton, like. Super serious and uh, and Matt Riddle just being bro and it they mix and the crowd fucking ate it up. So I AEW is trending upward and WWE. Listen, even with Brock, you you keep Brock around more than six months, shit gets old because the guy can't talk. Uh yeah. He, uh, you you can only see so many fucking German suplexes. I do not believe Vince McMahon will. I do not believe Vince McMahon will leave it to his kids. I think he will get rid of it altogether. I think he's posturing to sell now. 
And I think what he's going to do is he's going to sell all of it. Yeah, I like, agree. Like, with the understanding WWE does never exist, it was his thing. He's going to, he, he was the birth of it because his dad's was WWWF. Correct. He was WWF turned WWE. And I think when he's done, he's done. And that's it. Yeah, I agree. And it's going to be, hey, my library lives on, but the WWE is dead. Yep. And and, then, and they kind of, I heard there was an interview where they said, is the WWF for sale or E for sale? And he said, uh, although, although, no, we are not currently for sale, but we are listening to all offers. Yeah. 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 And it's, there's clearly a difference in philosophy between him and Triple H and Stephanie. And he does clearly doesn't want to see it go their route, or else if he did, you'd see guys like Cesaro and Kevin Owens and that generation of guys be on top right now. But no, you see the same shit over and over again. Yeah. And I'm not knocking John Cena. John Cena is one of the best ever. But listen, when when your competition is is cutting edge and you're sending out cookie cutter shit over and over and over again, what do you expect? Well. You know, there, there's, you know, there's always the dirt sheet rumor stuff. I 100% believe in his thought process of, I'm tired of the indie wrestlers. No more of this, the small guys. I want young, uh, sellable main eventers that are huge. I think, I think you're going to see a return. If Vince has his way, I think you're going to see a return to the, the Hogan's, the Ultimate Warriors, the big, big guys. Cause that's that's what WWE is always the larger than life guys, and there there's a market for it. I just don't think he'll be number one anymore. Now listen, whatever, and I'm not shitting on CM Punk in this aspect. You know, as a as a wrestler, he's amazing, but it proved to you that you're not a tough guy because you're in professional wrestling. When Mickey Gall slapped the snot out of him, and Mickey Gall's like two and three in the in the UFC now. Oh yeah, no, I. I that being my point, like when you put it in Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar was a heavyweight champion. Yeah, you understand my point. Yeah, you're gonna go for the monsters now. I think I think you're gonna see the you know monsters, Kane, Vader. That's that's what the WWE was built on, and I think you're gonna see your return to that or a sale. And yeah, Lesnar that that's what that's what he wants. I think. They brought out um, the two gold medal winners from the Olympics this year. Wrestlers, the female winner, and then the male, Gable Stevenson, and I think they're trying to sign him. Stevenson's big. He is a big boy. Yep. Yep. You saw that, and Seth Rollins has come out and said, I'd love to train him. If Vince is smart, do it, because that could be your your new Kurt Angle, essentially. In today's society, man, you don't need that. You don't need the face like that. I think I think society's ready for another stone cold. Yeah, I agree. I think I think you get another guy that comes in and they're like fuck fuck your vaccination or whatever, just the the anti the anti-hero. The anti-hero right now. Yeah, you need it. You know what I mean? It's what sells, man. That, it's what I, sells. That's I think it it didn't sell for a long time, but that, you know, you it, I don't know. Uh, we, I had this discussion the other day. Hogan was one of the dirtiest players in the game, even as Hulk Hogan sure. on his runs. Yeah. But because you liked him, 
Didn't matter. It was okay that he eye-poked and raked his nails down somebody's back or threw closed fist before the bell. He he was dirty as hell. But you're like, oh, he's the hero. And you cheer it as long yeah. as... It, the hero can be dirty as long as... However, it's po- it's got to be postured that way. Right. I, I, see, I see wrestling having that. It's about time to do that turn back. Yeah, for WWE especially. AEW is going to do AEW... It's a, it's a younger group of guys led by a younger guy who has a fucking pocketbook three times the size of Vince McMahon. You know, it's it's they there's room for more than one in the market. That's the whole thing. Well, no, and and we've talked about this before. If the Yankees just play the Red Sox every day, there's not a rivalry there. None. You need you need um what is it when you got multiple not besides variety, they call it something else, and my brain's just not working this morning because it's aggravated. Um, you know, you need you need that though when there when there's when there's more, and then you got TNA, right? Yeah, TNA's out there too. Well, Impact and their impact or Impact, and, right? But they're they're doing shit with with AEW. But, but that's my point. You have all this different opportunity, so it's building. You're not just the only thing on TV now. Yeah, right. Like the rivalry, the W, the Monday Night Wars, that made them everybody. It brings out the best in people because you have to. How hot is Zack Ryder right now? Because he's king of the death match. Right, right. So there's life outside of WWE. They need to, uh, they need to make a change. I think they're going to make it. I think they're going to make it. But if they don't, then he's going to sell. There's me one or the other. Yep. And my loyal, uh, my, my loyalties will go to AEW because I is. like what they're doing. So, real sports world. Uh, I, I said the Yankees were dead two months ago, and all of a sudden they found life. Ninth straight. Yeah. Uh, if you remember the exact quote I had, as I said, Yankees are done. I'm calling it now. Yankees are done. I watched Garrett Cole, right? That's his name. Yeah. Garrett Cole throw a 101-mile-an-hour fastball that didn't move an inch, and it got deposited 400 feet in a right field stands in yes. Boston. And I said, that's it. If you're if your starter, who was supposed to be hot at the time it happened, mm-hmm. is getting his, his his fastball deposited in the right field stands and you got no fight in you, you're done. Amazingly, they kind of got – Luke Voigt was performing like shit. They go and they trade for a guy, and all of a sudden Luke Voigt's playing well. And, and, and cooking his own goose in New York. He's run his mouth in the media for the last two weeks about – I was the first baseman, bro. You were you were shit. You were hurt all year. They brought in Rizzo, and Rizzo's been fucking aces since they got him. Yeah, Shut but your then, mouth and DH. Then, yeah, but then now he's playing, right? Now he's yeah. Now he's hitting. So just go out and play ball. Brett Gardner, uh, people were dogging him all years. Come come up with some big hits. Should he be an everyday player at his age? No, but it's working right now. So you, you listen, they're hot. It happens. The Mets, on the other hand have taken a giant shit. They shut the Grom down for the year. They know it's over. They trade for Javi Baez, who has been terrible. Lindor was terrible. Uh, it's the Mets. And they signed him, Lindor, for a while, right? They, Ten years. It's fucking... You know, listen, we've talked about this multiple times, especially being New Yorkers ourselves. You have to have a certain personality to be able to handle New York. Yeah. And... It's funny to hear it. Even though the Yankees and the Giants win all the time, New York is a Mets and a Jets town. 
They get the back page of the post. They do. They do. Do you know what I'm saying? In, yeah. in, in that aspect. I'm not saying New York like that. The Yankees are the winning, you know, but the Mets will, the, if the Mets and the Yankees are heading, the Mets get more of the press. They do. It's it's just weird how that works. And the Jets, because they never win, it's it. there's something there. The Yankees get the hate of the rest of the Major League Baseball because they're the Yankees. The Yankees are the Cowboys of the, of the Major League. But they still get hate in their own town because yeah. the Mets are that perennial underdog, the lovable right. losers. Yankee so. fans don't hate the Mets. Mets hate the Yankees. And you've said it for years, and you're 100% correct. The Giants are just boring. Boring. They got boring announcers. Fucking they got boring uniforms. Boring. Boring. So, Zach Wilson looked great last night. Um, I think that Dallas found their, their backup quarterback last night. Cooper Rush. Yeah, Danucci was terrible. Two picks. He completed under 50% of his passes. Uh, rest of the league, uh, Cam decided to play well last night. I still think Mac gets that job week one. I don't know about week one, but I say by like week three or four. You know Cam's going to get dinged. Yeah, he does. And so it's, it's that'll, be, that'll be the old Bledsoe to Brady. I still, I, w- I still would not be shocked if he's your week one guy. Justin Fields should be your week one guy in Chicago. Did you see the hit he took last night? I didn't. Holy <laughs> shit. He got rocked. Yeah, Boston showed it to me last night. Um, go ahead, keep talking. But uh, they're they're stuck on with Andy Dalton. Listen, I get it. That, that team needs a lot of pieces if you want. But at the same time, it, you got to take your lumps with your guy. You want to go four weeks with Dalton and see what happens and see where you are? Okay, cool. Uh, Mitch Trubisky in a in a big fuck you to Chicago played great last night. Let me see this hit. Well, this oh this is the Bills game. Okay, yep. Holy fuck! His helmet's gone. Yeah, bro. He got raped behind the line of scrimmage. He got absolutely smoked. So NFL shaping up. I just bought Madden. I'm going to pick it up on the way home and maybe play well, some during the rain. Well, I'll, I'll give you a, a strong heads up that uh, my son and all his friends said it absolutely sucks. It's that, horrible. That's not good. Tim Tebow's in the game, though. Um, you, know what, you know what tells me a lot about this? And we were both wrong, unfortunately. Yeah, he got cut last week. Nobody went, none of the Bears went over and smoked that dude for hitting their quarterback high. That's fucking, Think about that. I know. Uh, Sports in general. I, I long for the days like when we grew up. That shit and, and the guy on the other team was your enemy, even if he was your best friend. And you see it. You weren't hugging it out and shaking hands and get the fuck out. Do that shit after the game. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, it's a I, war. It's supposed to be a war during the game, and then you can be friends later. Yeah. But. Uh, We're revving up for football. I went, I went to the Outlaws uh, pig roast yesterday. That was fucking awesome, just to see our what we started. That same, um, I don't know, that same embodiment. Like they, they just, they just embrace what being an outlaw was enthusiasm, and they have all these people just gift baskets and. That's dude, they good. had a hundred. I think it was a hundred fifty pound pig, bro. I saw the pictures. It looked fucking huge. Oh, uh, dude, it was the meat. It was just so fucking juice. It was it was there was no dry spot in it. 
I'm looking forward to it. So calling. good. And it was everybody. See, see, you, and, and this is why alarm clock, a watch, something, a hammer. Every other coach from Tennessee was there. So you missed out. That's okay. I'm going to be there all year long calling these games. No, 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 no. You missed out. We all went there as a unit, and Highland was folding laundry. Highland was we folding laundry. We told you. I told you about this the other day. So, like, my aggravation with you is, like, peaking. It is what it is. Currently. I have life outside of yeah. my life. Oh, an hour. You could have brought your wife and came and ate. We were all hanging out eating. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Highland doesn't like when Highland gets called on the carpet. Highland's got a life outside of stuff, so it's going to be what it is. Yeah, it always is. I have two it, days a week. Yeah, and when, when is my two? I'm using one of them right now, right, to help oh. to compensate your day. Okay, we can film another day. Oh, we can. I'll come. In, I'll come at midnight. All right, come at midnight. What? When are we coming at midnight? What you, day? You t- you name it. I name it. Okay. All right. So let's see. How about like uh, we'll do? Um, yeah, we'll do Saturday night at midnight. Perfect. All right. We'll do. That's what we'll do. I'll be here. No, no, we will. Next week we'll be at the fucking show. Oh yeah, we will. Yeah. This week's top five, top five memories of returning to school. Is that how you worded it? I believe that's how I worded it. Your top five memories. Of back to school. Back to school memories. Uh, no really honorable mentions here. There's no reason for them. Like what kind no. of honorable mention would you really have? Yeah, it'd be weird. Uh, my number five, the smell. The first time you go back into school and all the fl- it smells clean. Waxed floors. The waxed floors. The gym. The gym always had that great, and it'll never smell that good again. There were no scuff marks There's on no the floor. There's no scuff marks. Everything's nice. The, the rooms are painted. Your desk is clean. The locker room didn't smell like ass yet. Nope. And then gymnasium didn't smell like dirty socks. And uh. You know what I mean? That was always like when you knew that first day back. You could smell the fresh paint. Everything was clean. Just has a certain smell, like first the first game of Little League always has that fresh cruck grass and spring mm-hmm. air. So that was my number five. Yours? Ah, sneaker shopping. Mine's always a little had, higher than that. Always <laughs> had to get the fresh. Always had to get the fresh pair of kicks. Uh, and try to get the one. Try to get a pair that somebody else wasn't already going to have, which was hard. Yeah, my, my go-to was the J.C. Penney's catalog. Because they always had Nikes you couldn't find in, like, fucking Anaconda or the store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that was it. Because everybody would go, and all of a sudden, 10 people would have the same pair of shoes. And you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, feeling yeah. shitty. Yeah. If you could even afford, like, you know, not until I got a little bit older could I afford any. Uh, my number four, Trapper Keeper. Every year you had to get the cool Trapper Keeper. Yeah. I, trapper Keepers with the shit. They've, are they still out there? I don't know that they're out there like that. You can still buy old ones. Did online. you like the Velcro flap kind or the zip kind? Did I, you have a... I had the one that... Fo- yeah, it folded over, but it might have had the Velcro on it. I didn't like Velcro the zip square. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you always had, like... I would always look for, like, a cool, like, car, like a Camaro or some shit on it. Yeah. With some wild print that wasn't the same as all the other ones. Would you sticker it up during the year? Uh, on the inside, the outside, I kind of left. Kept it yeah. pristine on the outside. Yeah. And then, and then the same thing with my book covers. I usually did the, the bag. The paper bags. Inside out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Way oh. better. Cause you could put whatever you wanted on them. Yeah. And then one year I did something pretty cool where I took, I like photocopied stuff. 
mm-hmm. and then made it my own. It was like all of our all of our teachers in high school was in one of my older sister's yearbooks as characters. Yeah. Like Miss Lonnie had big teeth and all this. So oh I, my god. I took them I took the pictures like that and then I put them on each book. Like each of my teachers. Yeah. Was a cartoon character on each of the oh books. Oh my god, them. that's correct. That's fucking funny. Yeah. And they couldn't say anything because it was in like the eighty three yearbook. Yeah. That's it true. That's what it was. Uh it goes along with your Trapper Keeper backpacks. Oh. Got to get a new backpack. Jansport was towards the end of our... Well, there was two. Jansport and East Pack. Was that the other one? Jansport was East big, Bay. East, East Bay, wasn't it? Something. East something. But I know, yeah, Jansport was the big one. Believe it or not, though, do you remember the one that we everybody had? You'd go to Anaconda and you'd get the duffel. And it said Saugerty Sawyer's on it. They had Kingston Tigers. Was oh the yeah, gold. yeah. Ours were like Columbia blue and white. I never had that, but I ended up using my my football bag that they issued for football. I used that fucking thing all fall until I had to turn it back in because you could put everything in it. And yeah. Back then, you're bringing home practice pants and pads and shit to wash because right, right. they were disgusting. And your books fit in it too. Remember, we had like yellow fucking practice pants. Oh yeah, we did. That was because. Uh, all these years later, you find out when we had the Bucci bro, uh, the Bucci boys playing for us. Mike was telling us his dad gave them to our school because he worked at Newburgh and they were getting rid of them. No shit. Yeah, they, there so was a the wrong they, yellow Newburgh? or something. Oh, okay. They were the wrong yellow, and well, they just gave them off to us. Our my favorite practice jersey was our junior year. We had the reversibles. Oh, it, it was a Columbia on one side, Navy on the other. And then the senior year, we went back to the basic fucking cheap white ones. That that reversible jersey, I probably kept and wore Christ until I was at least twenty. Well, because it wasn't all fucking. It was. It was. It wasn't that. Oh, it was super heavy duty. Yeah, and it was fucking huge because it fit over your pads. It was yep. great. Yep. Uh, I can't believe you don't remember them bags. Really. I don't. It was a duffel bag, probably like that big, and it was round. Yeah, and had a zipper on it, and then it had the shoulder strap, and then two. Yeah, and and so anyway, it was Columbia blue, but I took mine home and I asked my mom to uh, like bleach it, so it went like, so when everybody came to school and they had the Columbia blue one, I had like a fucking uh, almost like a tie dyed really light Columbia blue and white one. It was so that's cool. pretty cool. Uh, number three, mine's new sneakers. Uh, every year, what you're trying to pick out. Yep. Um, more so like my my new sneakers usually came right after Christmas. Like I got my Reebok pumps. Christmas time, yeah, and not a lot of people had them in school back then. So the old that, Dean Browns, yeah, no, even, even before I think the regular they were Knicks colors, white and oh, there was a white, blue, and orange one. Yeah, yeah. that was the the original original. Yep. yep. Uh, number three, knowing it was more of a feeling getting to see the friends that you haven't seen all summer for the first time. It was like a catch up. The whole, the whole first like week of school was playing catch up with your friends that yeah, you hadn't seen all summer. Well, and that's funny because uh, I was talking about that. This and morning. that's when like when we couldn't drive. So if like if I had friends in West <laughs> Sorgates or Mount Marion, and I lived in the Heights, chances are unless it was like a birthday party, you really didn't see those guys. Well, that's why that I, I had this conversation this morning. I said it's amazing when we were kids. Unless they were in your neighborhood, you really didn't see them unless you played a sport and saw them at a sport. When we were kids, we didn't have social media. We didn't have the internet. So your buddy that was your buddy, you just, unless they lived relatively close that you could get to on a bike, you didn't see him. You didn't yeah. see him at all. 
Because for whatever reason, we talked about this in an earlier episode. If your friend just moved a mile away across the the, the across the school boundary, you didn't see him till like high school, and you're like, "Where the fuck they go?" And the whole time they were a mile away. Welcomer, you know, you're like, <laughs> yeah, we'll see that kid at graduation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that yeah, I'm with you. That was that mine's a little bit higher up on that. Uh, my number two first day outfit. Yeah, and mine is the same as yours. So you put a lot of time into picking out that first yeah, day outfit. You wanted to look a certain way. You had to, whatever you, you never get a second chance to make that first impression. That first yep. day of school, you come in and especially as you get older, you want to be on point that first day. Yeah. Agreed. So you know, go to your number one because we had the same two. Okay. My number one was uh, seeing your friends again, getting that class schedule, seeing who's going to be around, like the whole excitement of all that. Yeah. And uh, just socializing again, your friends that you haven't seen. I remember leaving junior year. Timmy Hines had a had a voice like this, like Mickey Mouse. And then we come back, and you're standing there, and, hey. and I go, "Yo, Timmy, what's up, man? How was your summer? Good." I'm like, "Holy, damn your voice!" Like that was the first thing you <laughs> noticed, you know. Or those friends that lived a little bit further, even though you did drive, they were busy all summer or something, and then you catch up, and you hadn't seen them. Yeah. And it's weird what a summer will do. Like you were. Best of friends, and then summer goes, I was racing, doing all this stuff. Then you come back, and you're like, you know, it's two months. It's a long fucking time of not. Oh, yeah, definitely. And people change, man. Number one for me, uh, first home game. Usually came right around Right, that. either the week the before week this, or the, or week the Saturday started. after school started. Yeah, first home game, there was nothing like it. Well, we first game. Because it yeah. might not be a home game. You might be on the road. You, you could. But the first game, you practiced all fucking Saturday. You, if you were on point like I was junior year and then senior year, I wasn't so sure I was going to play. And I ended up going back and playing and pissed off because I had a great year. And if I had put more work into it in the offseason, I could have had an even better year. But that's when you finally see practice paying off. You get on the field in front of your friends, in front of your family. It's no nothing like it. The big thing with that is when you get to school, when school starts, you know you made it through the bullshit of summer. Yeah, you know the fucking two-a-days are done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just know. Yeah. Okay, we're done. It's it's good. Now it's time. Now I, I'm only practicing from three to five. And it's funny you say that because looking back, that fucking two-hour practice after school, if it was like sidewinders or circuit day, you're like, this is going to be the longest practice of all time. It really wasn't. It was an, If you had a good hour and a half, that's what you had. Right. You did your conditioning, then you went right into fucking teams. Yeah. And that was it. Remember the year we ran, we'd come down on the old cinders? We'd come down, yep. and instead of going this way, up the home sideline, you'd, you'd, go, go, you'd go around, yes. and then you had to do the dot drill. Yep. And then go stretch. Yeah. So every day, absolutely, I try to get out there as early as possible to get around and do the dot drill and be done and and you know snapped up and ready to go. So you motherfuckers, so you, motherfuckers, so you just had run. a fewest minutes to kind of get out there and get your bearings again, right? To catch your fucking breath, whatever. Yeah. Before, because if you're coming up late and every, and then you're backlogged on the fucking dot drill. Yeah, and then you got to get right over into stretching, and then it's on the goal line. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck, here we go. Yep. But uh, 
Yeah, I mean, that was like, like you said, you know, once you hit school, two days were done. Game, The season was here, time to play. So that was, uh, and then the the pep rally that went along with it when we got into varsity. Yeah, but that was, that wasn't the first day, but coming back to school. Yeah, that coming was back, back that was a back to school yeah. thing. So. Well, just back to school, anything, you know, it, it didn't matter if you, your big sport was the winter sport, but when yeah. you were back to school, you knew. Oh, yeah. It, it puts you, and, and not for nothing, if you really think about it, and we're talking about back to school, obviously, but back to school resets the world, resets the United States. It really does. It resets the United States. Like, all summer, it's fuck off, no time frames, you know what I mean? No schedule, and then, oh, kids are going back to school. Oh, they're back in bed at 9 p.m., uh, your regiment turns back over. You know what yeah. I mean? Traffic, you got to leave 10 minutes earlier because now you got bus stops in your route. So it's funny how we're, we're, we're people of, you know. Oh, we're creatures of habit. habit. And, and to sit get, there you and you go. routine. Right. But I'm just saying it's funny that August is the Sunday of summer. You're just waiting for you're preparing yourself for September or it's, Monday. Yeah, it's a you know what I mean? And once school hits, you're like, oh, everything's back to normal now. Listen, really having kids, as an adult, it's kind of the same way. You know, once the kids are back in school, it's like the routine changes, and that's kind of the life you get back into. You know, it's, for me, it, it, for us, for the last fucking 20 years for the most part, We've maintained pretty much that same school schedule with football. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's been the same thing, so we've never been away from it. Yeah, I mean, this is the first year you just get this time, and you're like, what What am I doing with it? Like, it, it's really awkward to me that I don't have shit to do during the week. Yeah. Yeah, it's But it's like weird. you said, I always gave our players, even though it was the week of the game, I always gave our players the night before school, hey, you're good. Yep. We're not practicing. That and Halloween. That, yeah, oh, yeah. But it was always that way. Just And then once school started, we went to two nights a week. There's still teams that practice five nights a week. Overkill, baby, overkill. And we're dust. And we were, that one year, we dusted everybody by like, I think the closest, we were outscoring our opponents by like 38 points. And then practicing two times a week. Yep. And a Saturday morning walkthrough, which was basically just to kind of keep accountability. And listen, our point was this. If you ain't got it ready now, Ain't gonna get it ready. We've been practicing for five weeks, right? So, and these kids stayed fresh, and these kids stayed sharp for school. I think there should be more of that in football, especially football. Your body needs the break. It does. It really does. So that that was ours. Top five back to school memories. Yeah, and there's, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, that was ours, like our personal ones. Like, yeah. you know, there's a lot just. Your kids going back to school, seeing all three of my kids every year with their their first day outfits and looking back at pictures of them, yeah. like when it was kindergarten and seventh and eighth grade. You know, like they Boston's never been in the same school as the sisters. Yeah, that's and, now, true. and now I'm just down to Boston, and you just have your daughter uh, Haley left, right? That's it. So that's it, and then, you know, you you look at it, and you're like, I only got like uh, four more years of this, and I'm done. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, at some point, Yak or Max, somebody give me a grandkid to not be too able soon. to be, not too soon, <laughs> but to be able to do it all over again. Yeah, it's, it's uh, funny, like, as life gets you. It's it's weird, man. It's just, you can think back. Oh, an honorable mention, this is kind of a funny one. 
Uh, first fist fight in school. Usually didn't take too long. No, a week or two didn't. at the most. Like I said, that 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 Jess Miller pounding out somebody uh, around the backside of the building. We were seventh. We, I don't know if we, were, we had to have been seventh and eighth grade because oh, yeah, we were in the backside of the building, going in, going in the, the back, high, the back yeah. way there. Yeah, so I'll never. That's a fight I'll never forget. People getting thrown through fucking plate glass windows. There's been some wild shit. Fights over at the tennis courts. Yep, meet you at the tree. Meet you at the tree. Then it was a stump because they cut the tree down. Well, it was a tree when we first started. Yeah, and then the it was barn. A stump. The, the barn. barn was still there. Yeah. Yep. All the fight spots. Wow, uh, the cow flop was a big one. Cow flop was huge. Yep, fight at the cow flop. Yeah, no, the school would never catch on that. Now it's criminal charges. Back then, you just fought. And it was over. Yeah, but the school never caught on that. 200 bus riders walked over to the cow <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the bus is left empty yeah. at, at 207. And everybody's walking yep. through the village. Yeah, Fuck no, they never caught on to that. No. Yeah, it's it's crazy to think back, like, down memory lane, what it exactly... Where was your fight spot at Mount Marion? Wherever the fuck we landed, bro. That's it. It, it was. It usually happened at like the basketball court or up behind the school because we were playing football. Yeah. Or you were in the pines doing something, and you had to, it just wherever you were. Uh, Riccardi. Uh, the graveyard. The coasters, which is now fucking mostly uh, developed homeland from. Uh, what's the fucking development down the road here? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's all houses and shit. Oh, right there? Yeah. Dudes who go out there on their bikes and. What was that? Was that flat or was it? No, it was woods. It was all, uh, it was hills. It was not, it was just like high grass hills. That was the spot back there. Bishop's Gate? Yeah, Bishop's Gate. That's where it's all like kind of fucking expanded to. So all that property is gone. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's amazing when you look back at like where what things. How were. much has changed? Did you do crazies? I did. All right. This is the. Okay. All right. It's up to the Winnie segment. Five crazy questions. This is the five crazy. And not all are crazy. Some are kind of pondering. Uh, what would GMAC rather do? What would I rather? Oh, boy. Yes. That's not a good sign. Nah, they're all right. Number one, would you rather get a paper cut every time you touched a piece of paper or bite your tongue every time you ate? Oh, fuck. Uh, paper cut. Yeah, I hate I hate when you bite your tongue. Then it stays fucking swollen, and you constantly keep. Listen, biting. you eat every day. You might not always touch paper. This is true. Although toilet paper, but still. Yeah. You got to figure you're building a callus at some point. If you can get a fucking paper cut from toilet paper, you're special. Yeah, but you said every piece of paper. I know. But I'm saying it's that. Oh, that would suck every time you had to wipe your ass. Yeah, but every time you eat, you bite your tongue. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, listen, I'm just putting a rubber glove on so I don't get infected when I wipe my ass. Something. Because eventually the finger goes through the paper. Yeah. You have a personal you moment get, with you yourself. Get the, you get the fecal finger. It's not good. <laughs> shit mitt. Yep. You get the old shit mitt. Yep. Number two, would you rather live in a tree house or in a cave? Uh, probably a tree house. You got less chance of a fucking bear or something coming in with you. And not to mention, 
I've watched And I've that. seen some pretty awesome tree houses. That's what I was going to say. Like that Treehouse Master? Yeah, Treehouse Master. That dude builds like fucking mansions up in a tree. So He's a fruity dude, bro. He's strange. There's one right across the river. I'd love to try to find out exactly where it was and drive by it just to see. Well, there's some that you can rent as an Airbnb. Really? Yeah. That's pretty fucking cool. Um, that I would do. Yeah, I would too. It'd have to be like It'd have a regular, to have like AC or in the fall or some shit. And there's got to be like regular, kind of like a regular stair up to it. This guy ain't doing no fucking tree ladder type thing. No, no, no. They have stairs. They have like a, like a suspension bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number three. This one would bug the shit out of me. I don't know about you. Would you rather have to wear sweatpants everywhere for the rest of your life or never wear them again? Um, never wear them again. Thank you. Me too. Because I, I, I could get away with pajama bottoms. I could get away with things that aren't called sweats. Yeah, being a big guy, it's like... So I hate sweats. It's like a fucking oh, big guys wear sweats. That's all they wear because that's all they can fit into. No, I, I hate sweats. Not, not even, not even that. When when I was younger, and and I mean a younger kid, teenager, early twenties, and I played football and stuff like that on Sundays. Different. That's when I would really wear sweatpants. Yeah. You know, or to practice. We used like, to wear them to practice yeah, and that, shit. That kind of stuff. But as an adult, when do you really wear them? Yeah, hopefully never. Like. I do when it's cold instead of pajama pants if are too you're cold. Sick. I put my sweatpants and a sweatshirt on. Yeah, I got a pair of fleecy sweats that I think I've worn. They're almost too hot now. Like I can't yeah. work out and my legs get fucking. Yeah, no, I got it's mainly shorts mostly. Even in the wintertime, fucking I wear shorts. Yeah, I mean, there that's kind of a lounge thing, but I think I could get away with it. Like practice. I, I wore them as when I when we coached. Yeah. I used to wear sweats occasionally like in the cold weather. Yeah, cuz you could layer. Yeah, but Realistically, I could wear jeans at that time, or I could wear, you know, some other form of pant. Yeah. All right. So, would you rather visit the International Space Station for a week or spend a week in a hotel at the bottom of the ocean? Um, Jesus, that's a good one. I think there's a big danger either way you go. Getting to the space station and not, I would probably say space station just because, I mean, who hasn't dreamt of going to space? Yeah. You know I'm, what I mean? Like, there's hotels underwater right now. They might not be at the bottom, bottom of the ocean, but they're underwater. You could do that. You, you, zero chance you and I are ever going to the space station for a week. Correct. Uh, the fucking... The fear factor that goes with each, too, is if... See, one little drip. You're afraid of heights? <laughs> no, but see, one little drip Yeah. while you're down there. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a feeling, yeah, it's if something went wrong, well, you're dying either way. But the other one's going to be instantaneous, so... <laughs> yeah. I, uh, and finally, would you rather be jerked off by Justin Bieber or Justin Timberlake? <laughs> uh, I don't. Who's more girly? Not Bieber. You think so? Yeah. You really think Bieber's more girly? I do. Whoever's more, whoever's got the softer hands. <laughs> that's gonna be. What I think they both moisturize. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They're gonna sing to you as they do it. So. 
Fuck it. I want Timberlake. I'm bringing sexy back. Right. I'm bringing sexy back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's horrible. I prefer to get jerked off by neither, but. Yeah, but you said one I or did. the other. I had to. You had so. to pick one, so. So, yeah, no, Timberlake, and then he's going to bring in sexy back. So, see, four normal ones and one fucked up one. Yeah, that's not too bad. Did you have any rabbit hole? Um, A lot of cooking stuff I've been watching lately. There was a kid that was, and I say kid, he's like 22, but he was on Top Chef, and he was one of the last ones eliminated, Nick DiGiovanni. Local guy? No, he's from... There's a local guy that won Top Chef. Yeah, the guy that... In Saugerties, too. Yeah, the guy that uh, owns the restaurant over on 212, I think. Uh, he was the chef over there. Uh, it used to be Seasons of Woodstock. Then it was New World. Yeah, yeah, I, It's I, it might, Maybe even still New World. I'm not sure. No, new uh, that building's gone, bro. Is it really? Yeah, gone. Oh, shit. <laughs> I've been out that way since, like, the 90s. Um, yeah, this kid, it, it's pretty cool. He's... Gone to a cow, gone to a fucking, taking a six-hour ride to go to Vermont to milk a cow to bring the yogurt, to bring the milk back home to make fresh yogurt. Kind of does things where he goes to the site. Went and he went with this other dude that I watched on, on YouTube. They bought a uh, tuna. And when I, when you think, of, people don't realize how fucking big tunas are. Like the head was lopped off, the tail was lopped off, so it's just a tuna. And it was fucking over like a hundred and some odd pounds. Oh, yeah. Monster. And brought it back and literally went from you're skinning it, making fucking fresh sushi, tuna steaks. Amazing. Fucking amazing. This kid is hysterical. His his cameraman is obviously his best friend. So he'll be shooting shit and you'll see that you'll see a hand come in and touch. He fires him at least once a video, <laughs> but he's good. He's fun to watch. I've been watching all of his videos. What's his name? Nick DiGiovanni. And that's what his name is on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Check him out. He's uh, he's enter- the way the way he does the videos. He's entertaining. He's he's really good at what he does. He's gone to, uh, uh, I guess they're cacao, not cocoa, cacao pods. He's went to where they actually grow it, and taken it from a pod, which is about the size, I guess, of a softball, but it's kind of oblong, so maybe like a small, like a Nerf ball. Yep. Um. From that pod, taking the entire pod home and turned it into milk chocolate in his kitchen. Really? With, like, harvesting it, roasting the fucking beans, turning that and grinding it into the powder and adding the other stuff you need to add to make it into chocolate. It's it's cool shit to watch. It really is. Oh, that's pretty That, that, that shit keeps that's up to, like, three in the morning. that you fall down the hole. You're like, yeah. oh, Jesus, I saw him do tuna. Coco, what? what? Yeah. Then he, I mean, he took it a step further. He turned it from the fucking pod into the final result was a fucking molten lava cake. Yeah. So, I mean, the kid's amazing. That's he really is. Awesome. At 22, he's fuck. I looked him up. He's worth over $2 million. Of course. And it's only going to grow as people start catching on to yeah. his page. Yep. Uh, any other ones, really? Uh, a lot of weird shit. Uh, honestly, weird shit. There's a, a couple different guys have a page that have um, hydraulic presses. Yep. And they just put different things. Just destroying shit? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you'd be a surprised. A stack of CDs. You're surprised at what holds up better than other things. Yeah. Like um, carbon fiber. Yeah. Almost indestructible. Yeah. You're looking at it and it's like h- fucking hundreds of pounds of, no, not even thousands, thousands of, of pounds, pounds of pressure. Yep. Before the shit even starts to buckle a little bit. But once it starts to go, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Flat. Yeah. yeah, CDs. 
They'll do dumb shit. They'll put like a... I've seen them do uh, Play-Doh. Yeah, and it shoots out the holes. And you know what that looks like? The yeah. old fucking Burr, cont- the Tennessee Burr. torpedo. Yeah, it does. <laughs> they did it with Skittles. They do it with different candies to compress it, try to turn... Uh, no, the log splitter. It was the log splitter. The log splitter, splitter that's yeah. right. <laughs> Trying to turn fucking... Turns candies into fucking dust. Yeah. You, you, you look at a, a standard brick, and houses are made of this shit, and... Very little pressure to fucking powderize, to break, to, yeah. to break and powderize a brick. Yeah, but then you put a piece of wood up there, and it takes more. Oh, fucking A. You know, it's weird. You're like, oh, well, I guess. Some of the shit they did were da- was dangerous. He put a fucking um, a ball bearing in there. So it was like the big metal ring, and it had the little fucking balls inside. And they just shot out. Oh, yeah. If that thing wasn't in a fucking safety cage, somebody was getting fucking killed. That yep. thing came out like a million miles an hour. You ever see him try to do a diamond? Uh, I've seen a lot of gemstones, but not a diamond. They, it, it doesn't. It ended up pushing through the other. Yeah, the I saw it where it actually fucking indented the little metal plate. It was <laughs> yeah, they couldn't on. do it. They're like, Ugh. yeah, uh, giant glass balls, uh, different, different other other things that were shaped like little gemstones. Some of the little, some of that shit does hold up pretty good. They should do the black box material. Yeah, they really should. Because apparently those things are indestructible. You know that that. While you're on that for a second, that always. Do you ever see the show How It's Made? Yes, love that. That's why I was always intrigued. Like, you would watch something that took this long process to make, and it was a dollar fifty to buy, right? Like yeah. olive oil. Have you ever seen like what goes into olive oil? They're in a barrel, and it's got to wait so long, and then it's catching the drips, and, and it's this big long process. And what's a bottle of olive oil cost you? Yeah. And then a hot tub. They throw a sheet of plastic on there that's cost like fucking $40. Punch it. No, it's got a heat. It just sucks it into the shape. Put some fucking pool hoses on there, and now all of a sudden it's eight grand. Jesus Christ. And literally, they, they put it together in like seconds. And you're like, it doesn't make sense. Meanwhile, you need like fucking 70 pounds of olive olives to make a fucking five ounces of olive right. oil it, or some they shit. Right. They had a harvest for six months. And then, yeah. you know, yeah. They're out there testing it every day. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It is crazy. strange. It's crazy how that works. Cheese. Yeah. And butter. Yep. I watched the guy. It's um, It was over, and this was another rabbit hole a while back, over in France, the way they, the old process of really making butter. They're there fucking turning it and stretching it and smoothing it back out and turning it again to get what you fucking put on your piece of toast. Right. Like, you use it in 30 seconds. It took them fucking hours to make. It's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's got to be cut exactly because if you get a fucking wonky butter, you're like, wait, is it a straight line? What is wrong with this? (laughs) It's weird. Uh, The ones I was watching, I watched uh, watch repairs. Awesome shit. Forever. Like, this guy had a smashed up lens and... It takes the everything out and rebuilt the entire watch brand new. And it was like his grandfather's watch. That's cool. I watched like three or four different ones. Like, Dude, with hands like you and I both have, yeah. we could never do it. No, them little fine You need little, piano player hands yeah. because the fucking... I'm imagining they're doing it all under a microscope with these tools. Yeah. Because the fucking parts are so minuscule. Yeah. And it's just amazing to see where it's nothing's working, and all of a sudden it's all spinning properly. Yeah, the dials, the, and, the gears, and, and shit. you know, and they, they would throw them in parts and sandblasters and clean them up yep. and buff them and all that. It was just fucking amazing to watch this thing that people just throw ah don't work, and then somebody breaks it back new. Video game systems, yeah, there is a fucking market to be had 
if you're good with good with stuff like that because I watched guys take literal fucking like N64s out of the dump. Yeah. Crack the case open, not literally crack it, but you know, take yeah, it open apart. It up. Yep. Fucking scrub down the fucking inside and out. Go to the motherboard, look at what's fucking maybe come unsoldered. Give that a cleaning, fucking some fresh solder, maybe a new fucking uh, strap here or there. Yep. Put it back together, put a cartridge in, fucking working like like it was brand new again. It's crazy if you just have the knowledge. You yep. know what I mean? And that's and that's where our society's gone wrong, right? Like even mechanics. Mechanics don't fix stuff now. They replace we're stuff. A, we're in a disposable we're in a re- society. Right. It's a replacement thing. Like, yep. oh, I just need a new car. I'll buy a new. Yeah, no, no. Let's fix the one you got. Yeah. No, you know? you're absolutely right. Replace it. It's always, hey, we're going to replace it. How about you take it out, clean the brushes on it, stick it back in? Oh, hey, look, it works. Well, it's like it's like if you if they didn't make cheap shit, stuff would last longer. But if you made stuff that lasts longer, you wouldn't have jobs for people who work in factories that make cheap shit. So, yeah, but most of the factories that make cheap shit aren't in America; they're, they're in not. China. Yeah. So, fuck them. Let's build job. Let's build stuff here that works. Real good, like solid. You, there's thing. still eighties. Washers and dryers that are better than today's brand Dude, new shit. Dude, 60s ref- refrigerators from the 60s. That are still running. Oh, fucking, I, I can tell you, I at least I was in my, in my teens or early 20s, and my grandparents had a fucking freezer that was definitely from the early 60s. Yeah. And that thing fucking ran like a top. Built to last, bro. Yep. Uh, the other couple things I, I watched was cleaning rugs. Love it. <laughs> Yeah, just the amount awesome. of dirt you see that comes out of these you know, massive, uh, the old rugs. Yeah, yeah. And then you got to go in every once in a while with the squeegee and squeegee yeah. the dirty water away so you can yeah. do it all over again. Yep, yep. You're looking at it, I'm like, huh? When I first saw that rug, it didn't have a pattern and it wasn't that color. Now all of a sudden it's fucking. You're bright. like, wait, that's navy blue, <laughs> and like it shows blue. Now it's all of a sudden it's bright and vibrant again. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty impressive to watch that shit. It's cool. Uh, wrestling entrances because of where we're going. Yeah. Like just to see some of the old wild shit. And then the two we spoke of earlier. And then lastly, uh, this, this Japanese guy, I'm watching him doing these painting videos where he kind of, uh, like the one that got me hooked on it, it was, uh, two people walking in the rain. It was called. And it was, he takes, he takes the canvas and then he puts a dot of paint I've seen this guy. And then he just takes a brush and kind of mixes them together yep. like he knows the outline. And then he takes a ball of aluminum foil. He makes foil and he makes it a ball and he, he kind of stamps it. Yeah. And then he makes like the road and then he just takes his brush and goes straight up, kind of make a tree. And then he takes Q-tips to make like the leaves on the tree, like 10 Q-tips together. Yeah, pretty fucking amazing. And then he just... Puts two little lines in there, and all of a sudden, I'm, and and oh, and then the last thing he did is he took like the edge of a cardboard, yeah, and went like that, like stamped it, and it made it look like they were walking in the rain. It was fuck, I was mesmerized. I've seen similar where guys don't, he won't even use a brush; he'll use like metal, um, like a spatula, like a little thing. spatula thing, yeah. different widths and shit. It's like just whisking it on the fucking. On the canvas, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, it's like a fucking, it's the ocean with fucking waves crashing. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, like, talent like that. Yeah, that's, that's something You know that, that when you see it in your head and you can put it on paper or put it, that's what's You don't learn me. that. That's something you're born with. Yeah. Because. You know who they are? They're the guys that are in the back of classroom not listening to the teacher drawing the entire class. Yeah. <laughs> F- funny class. Funniest thing you've ever seen in a classroom. I don't know, dude. I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot. I've seen people getting drunk. 
That was my. That was mine. I've seen that. I've seen dudes. I've seen break people out. jump out the window in the middle of class while the lights were off in the in the science class <laughs> and go home. <laughs> I've seen. Like, and a teacher never picked up on it. No, like, we had. Uh, it was. He's passed on now, Barrett Diedrich. Yeah. Uh, set up his fucking textbook, so we was standing up on edge. Reached into his bag, popped the Budweiser, was fucking drinking Bud in the middle of class. I'm like, you gotta be shitting me. Yeah, that dude didn't care, bro. No, did not give a fuck. Yep. I remember him being, him and, I can't remember who else did it with, maybe Jason Uvino, Ivino? Jason Ivino, I think. Ivino. Yeah, they came as Beavis and Butthead, to, like when we were seniors. Oh they were Beavis God. and Butthead for Halloween, and they went to every class together. It didn't matter. I watched Don Baker send himself to the principal's office in Miss Bishop's class. Yeah. They get into it, and he's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to the principal's office. <laughs> Got up and left. She was going to send him there anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You see some crazy shit in school sometimes. I remember friends of mine cutting school and uh, in like sixth grade. And then they were dumb enough to show up outside of our classroom in the woods. <laughs> I'm sitting there taking a test and all of a sudden I look up and I'm like, what the fuck? And they're like, come Teacher, on. Teachers got to say They're trying to, they're trying to. They're trying Coach to like wave to, to me. Yeah, and I'm like, and then I look back down, and all of a sudden everybody starts looking around. And then the teacher gets up and she's looking. I'm like, and then you see him peeling ass through the woods and get away. <laughs> like, let's cut school to go to school and look through the window and make <laughs> what faces. The fuck? <laughs> Dumb shit, man. Oh, I can honestly say, and I'm a fucking dork, never <clears throat> cut class. Ever. Ever. Oh, dude. Yeah, no, I was not. Even as a senior, I never cut class. Really? Yep. Senior skip day, I went to school on a fucking tool. Oh, big square. L7, big weenie. L7. One detention my entire fucking six-year career. Oh, my God. And I got out of it. Yeah, no, I had plenty of them, too. The end of the class, Mr. Rastro gave me detention. At the end of the class, he called me up to the front of the room. He's like, don't worry about it. Just don't do dumb shit again. Give me a night in the pit. He was he was give me a night in the pit. He took it yeah. back. He, I like that guy. He was the shit, dude. He was awesome. Yeah. Yep. Don't play Mickey Mouse with me. The shit that these guys Yo, years ago, Jern was little. I saw him at the fireworks, and I'm like, are you Mr. Verastro? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, you were my favorite science teacher. Short little Italian dude. Yeah, and he was awesome. Badass. Badass. And he was like a Marine or something, too. Really? Yes. No yes. shit. Because the year I was captain in a wrestling team, he comes up and he, he tells me, you and me in the front of the thing, and we had to do like uh, step ups. Yeah, and this fucking old guy was like wearing me down. <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on? He goes, I was a marine boy. <laughs> that was like Mister Mister Ehrman who moved at a fucking snail's pace, but would ride a Harley to school <laughs> and walked miles every day. Yeah, miles. But miles. this motherfucker moved like he was like Eeyore. Yep. Cool as shit though. Wore jams and fucking Zubaz and yeah. all sorts of crazy. Always shit had good school. sneaker game. Yo, yeah, crazy sneaker game. Yeah. That dude was on point. Yeah, he was a hype beast before a hype beast was a thing. Yeah, he would have been everybody's favorite teacher. I, I think Jimmy Fallon's actually gone on record saying he was his favorite teacher. Herman was the shit. Remember, remember when you'd come in and begin in a class and he didn't want to do shit. He gave you the colored pencils and you just colored. Yes, a, a scene from a fucking history. <laughs> he <didn't give> a <laughs> fuck. Like colored by numbers. He didn't give a shit. Uh, we had teachers. We had some. We had some cool ass teachers. I gotta say. Then you'd get the hot second language teacher, like whether it be Spanish or whatever. Miss yeah. Stevens, the blonde, was a smoke show. Stevens. I had her for so quick. Quick. Side story, smoking hot. She's like 25-year-old blonde, right? 
and I'm in like eighth grade Spanish class. And uh, she's she's got she's got the map up, and she's trying to show us without without the names of the countries. She's like, uh, here's Italy, and here's Spain, and this is that, and down here's Africa. And, and she's standing up, and she goes, down here's Africa. Oh, my God. Like, it's at the bottom of the map, right? <laughs> so me being me. Can I go to Africa? I said, <laughs> I want to go to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an asshole. She kind of like, uh, Jorge, that is not inappropriate. <laughs> and I'm like, I really want to go to Africa. <laughs> Out, so I got thrown out of class, right? So I go down and see Bob Lawless. I love Mr. Lawless, my yep. favorite all-time guy down there. He's like, what happened? I said, I just asked her if, if, if I could take a trip to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> go back to class. <laughs> or the, it was the end of class. I, I, I didn't get in trouble for that one. So not not long after that, it's, it's, uh, it's fucking um, Valentine's Day. Oh, God. And she comes in, and, she, and she's all dressed in red, you know, and she's hot, dude. And she's got this heart pendant on. And, of course, me being an immature asshole eighth grader, I go, hey, look, Miss Stevens got a heart on. <laughs> she's such an asshole. <laughs> right back out of class, I went again. Oh, my God. She was smoke show, though. Miss Reese, do you remember her? She was a business teacher for like two years. Yes, I do. Smoke The blonde, show. right? The no, sm- no, no. She was a brunette. But it was it was a dirty blonde. I swear her. She had she like was dirty a blonde fucking hair. Fucking smoke show. Yeah. And she was there only there. For and two and years. It, she was a replacement a half a year and then a Back, full year. Yeah. She only she had a fucking thick Long Island accent. Yep, she wasn't yep. from here. Yep. I remember. She her. was from Orchard. No, she was from. Uh, fuck. I used to rem- I used to remember it. God yeah, because she you were probably sitting. I was like, I want to go oh, there. Do you remember Miss Fabiano? I don't. She was our English teacher. Me and Ramage failed English together. <laughs> Purposely? No, I really passed it, but because I had mono and had 19 sick days instead of 18, yeah. I had to redo it. So now I'm in. So get me, Ramage, and Dennis Thomas. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that's where he came up with the, he had to read out loud. And he says, he lit it up his peep instead of his, he lit his pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's fucking ironic about lighting up peeps yeah, now. Yeah, no shit, right? Jesus he lit Christ. his peep, right? So. Can't- I remember uh, when uh, I can't remember who the teacher was made fucking Kim Dar read in class. Oh, terrible! Yeah, the book was a foot from his, not even six inches from his face. Because he's a, legit blind. Legit blind on a music stand, and we're talking about the Civil War, and the first two words out of his mouth were "the ocean," and nowhere on either of the two pages <laughs> of the book we were on Didn't were the words "the ocean." The ocean. Yeah. yeah, so we just everybody fucking laughed. He's like, "I can't see this shit." So. Miss Fabiano is young, 25-something years old, and she puts Ramage's seat directly in front of her desk. Yeah. And we're like sophomores, right? Or juniors in sophomore English or some shit. I took took her back-to-back periods. English, back-to-back periods. Oh, my God. So I took 10th grade and then 11th grade back-to-back, however it went. In the same fucking classroom? In the same classroom. I just walked out in the hallway and came. I didn't even move my desk. I'm like, I'm not sitting in a different chair. That's brutal. It was it was terrible. Like, and then by the second one, I would like kind of I could nap the second half of the second class. Yeah. Anyway, so she's sitting on a desk in a skirt, and Ram, I look over at Ram and she's just like this, <laughs> slack jawed, 
staring straight up her dress. <laughs> and she goes, <clears throat> and crosses her legs, gets off the desk. She so we leave. Sharon Stone. He was fucking, he was bonkers crazy over her, right? We leave. I go, you know your desk is getting moved tomorrow. He goes, why would she do that? I go, why would she do that? You were drooling, staring up her fucking snapper all day. Back of the room in the corner. Next day, his ass was uh, over in the right front corner of the classroom <laughs> by the door. Quincy shit. It's time for a shakeup in the classroom. She says she moved all our desks. Mainly, she moved Ramage from right in front of her desk to the right front <laughs> To where corner. he could not see her snapper yeah. anymore. Yep. Oh, my God. Now it's funny because then later on, how many teachers have we fucking had a beer with? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Bob. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Fucking uh, how many teachers have we literally been become good friends with later on? Bill Ball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was start, He was a new guy when we were yeah, you know, he was on a, our he way was up. definitely a newbie at the time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird to think of. And then later, later on, how many teachers did I bang? I, I don't know <laughs> all about that. I don't know. I don't want to know that. Don't want to say that one on the air, huh? Don't say that on the air. All right. All right. It's not the 50s. It's not 1999. It is 1983. Weird year, just stumbled upon it. I know we've done 84, we've done 85. We're, we're right around the 80s. Uh, we were seven. Yeah. We were seven. We were going into second grade, probably. Okay. Just kind of, you know, it's the school thing, you know, let's see what's who, what. Who was your second grade teacher? Second grade teacher. Oh, fuck, dude. I have no idea. That was Miss O'Neill. Really? Yeah. Let me, like, I remember I every every grade I remember. Maybe Miss Wasserman. Does she still teach? Hell no. Okay, man. She looked like she had a beehive on her back, bro. What, so like hunched over shit? She just had this fucking thing, Quasimodo thing on her back. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I don't know. <laughs> nice lady, but man. Yeah. Quasimodo. It was fucked up. 83. 83. Uh, World Series, the Orioles over the Phillies. Oh, wait. Yeah, okay, 82 was Cardinals. NBA, Phillies. 76ers over the Lakers, NFL and uh, Super Bowl, Redskins over the Dolphins. That was Dan Marino's rookie year. Don Reagan's had a big Super Bowl. Yep. NHL, the Islanders beat the Oilers. And NASCAR, Bobby Allison was the champion. Listen to the movies that came out in 1983. Can I try to predict one? Predict one. Empire Strikes Back? Nope. Return of the Jedi. Okay. All right. I, for some reason, I thought that was a little later. But I thought right. it was 86. But I it did, was too. 80, it was 83. All right. Uh, yeah, but... Star Wars was 76 or 77, yeah. and Empire Strikes Back was 78 or 79. Wow. They were like two years apart, and then Jedi was like years See, later. I remember watching Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi in the movies. Yeah, so. Uh, so Return of the Jedi, Tootsie, Trading Places, Flashdance, War Games, Risky Business, Mr. Mom, National Lampoon's Vacation. Wow. 48 Hours, Gandhi, E.T., the Outsiders, Cujo, The Toy, All the Right Moves, Officer and a Gentleman, and The Christmas Story. A Christmas Story. Good fucking year for movies. Now, think about this. Tom Cruise, Risky Business, The Outsiders, and All the Right Moves in one year. 
So that was like his real coming out party. Yeah, because in The Outsiders, he wasn't Tom Cruise. And then Risky Business was like... That's the slide yeah, across the, the floor across with the, the dress floor shirt with the pink on. shirt on. Yep. And then uh, and all the right moves was probably before that because that's when he was played a cornerback for Coach Aiden Fox. That's Craig right. T. Nelson. Or, he was. That's right. That was a football movie. That's and, right. And in middle of Pennsylvania, he was uh, Papa Giorgio or De Giorgio. <laughs> no, Papa Giorgio was uh, National Lampoon. Yeah. yeah, but no, I think his name was Papa Giorgio or De Giorgio. Okay. You have to look that up. Um. Top songs of 1983. Sweet Dreams, Total Eclipse of the Heart, Mr. Roboto, uh, Always always Something There to Remind Me, Separate Ways by Journey, She's a Beauty, All Night Long, Uptown Girl, um, uh, She Works Hard for the Money, Every Breath You Take, Billie Jean, Beat It, uh, Man Eater. I mean, look at them. Right was, there. was Thriller album of the year? Do you know? Because uh, Billy Jean and Beat It both came off of Thriller. Yeah, I'm sure it was. It, it they Billy Jean was the highest. It was the second second highest song Ste- that year. Stefan. Uh, Jor- Every breath you take was the number one. Okay. Stefan Jordovic. 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 Okay, that was his name. It, yeah. From uh, the hometown of Ampipe, Pennsylvania. Yeah, dude, it was a typical steel town, mud bowl, and he would always play the ball instead of playing the man. Leah Thompson, Chris Penn was in it. Yep. Uh, and Craig T. Nelson. Uh, the average house cost eighty nine thousand. Income was twenty thousand. Stamp was twenty cents. Gas was a dollar twenty four. Milk was two dollars and twenty four cents, and the average car, like an average everyday car, was nine thousand eight hundred fifty bucks. Not bad. Milk was expensive. Fuck. Milk. We are milk people. You know, big milk had us cornered back then. For real. It would. Milk has kind of always been two dollars. Yeah, it was like three dollars, three something a gallon now, but still. Damn, milk never recovered after the fucking inflation in the seventies. No. Long gone well, to your we, ten cent before food. before everybody was getting strung out on heroin. They were getting strung out on milk. milk. <laughs> <laughs> we just had a bunch of bodybuilders with strong bones, <laughs> uh, smoke, good teeth, smoking peeps. Yeah, he lit it up his peep. <laughs> uh yeah. So eighty three, eighty three, man. Yeah, I can specifically remember watching uh, Return of the Jedi at Cinema One Two Three. Yes, that's where the buffet is now. Correct. And then you said the Mayfair. The Mayfair is where Mavis was. Yep. Mavis is now. Yep. I uh, saw so Empire Strikes Back there. Yeah. So I can remember two of the. Th- I remember getting glasses from Burger King. Yep. Well, Empire Strikes Back, and then going literally to the back parking lot to go yep. see the movie. Yep. That was the shit. That was a good summer. Every- We've we've discussed this before. Remember when we were kids, you'd had to buy Doritos or something to get the the 3D glasses for the WPIX Sunday afternoon Fuck matinee. Yeah. I remember watching you Jaws watch Godzilla and... or Bruce Lee Kung Fu movie yep. or some shit. Yeah. Yep. Did you ever see a 3D movie? Jaws the... 3D was in 1983 too. It was. I, I yeah. saw that in the movies too. That freaked me the fuck out. I would not go yeah. to a pool for two weeks. <laughs> a a pool. pool. There's no the sharks fucking in shark. The pool. My uncle raised pool, man. I'm telling you, there was a fucking shark in the deep end. I would yeah. not go in it. Yeah. Two Your dad weeks. probably told you. 
He probably he was a fuck. He probably did. <laughs> the handsome one said, "Fuck you." There's a shark down yep. there. Don't go He's gonna there. get you. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going that pool for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, uh, we've had our we've had our uh, up and down episode. It was it was good. Yeah, we had a lot of discussion in there. I got my anger out. We talked about school. Talked about school. A lot of school, dude. Like, if you can go back for a week, I wouldn't want to be these kids. No, I want. I would want to go back to our time. What year would you go? Oh, I would go ninety. I would go. Oof. Depends on what I'm doing. It depends on the time of the year. I know. If it's football, I'm going back to '93. Well, you guys had a run. You didn't have a, a run great there. run in the beginning. You want to go? You'd want to go like late, <laughs> late September, September. To October, yeah. or October. Get the get we the start, whole. We started zero and two. The mumble. Zero and two, and then went seven straight. So yeah, yeah. and I want to go. If it was another year, '93 uh, was a good year. '93 was a great year. Any other year, the time between. Thanksgiving and Christmas in school, to me, was always a fun time. Yeah, the because the teachers weren't giving you anything new. No, the anticipation for the holidays was there. Teachers were decorating. Yeah. You had, if you were in band, you had your band concert. Of course, had your chorus concert. Sometimes there were, you were watching, occasionally watching fucking Christmas movies in class. Everybody was looking forward to the break. If you get to the end of your time, right, you get up to the gate and they go, listen, this is only the first one. You're going back and you're redoing it. It's going to be very much the same, but you just got, you know, you're going to be, there. there's like all these choices, A or B, right? Do you go A or B? Like, I'm sure you ch- you're going to, certain things you'll change, right? Yeah. Throughout time. Can you imagine you go back and you got to re, you got to reset? Re- reset it. Man, right, like you weird. wake up. All of a sudden, your alarm clock or your mom walks in and says, Highland, it's time to get up. And you put your feet on the floor in your kindergarten. Highland, turn the news on. Deborah Norville's on again. First day of school, first grade. Yeah. What the fuck, right? That'd be weird. Right, like, would you... You know what I'm saying? Like, say say you wake up here. It's like the movie Big. Here's another thing we got to write down. You wake up, right? Tomorrow morning, you wake up. It's the, I don't know. It's your first day. It's uh the, I don't know, the 5th of October, your junior year. But you got your memories from right now. So you know what's going to happen. Do you walk over and be like, yo, dude, we got to get on this podcast thing right now. And they're going to be like, what the fuck's a we podcast? We even have internet then. <laughs> right. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You'd be like, what the fuck? Yep. That'd be wild. It'd be crazy, right? Yep. Holy fuck. Having having your memories but be able to go back. Yeah. That'd be weird. I know that how I know how this is playing out, so <laughs> we're, we're doing it different this time. Holy shit. Yeah, right? Dude, I'd be an all pro. Just just to say, like <laughs> just to say, like, but you only get a week to go back and what you're what you know now. Like they're oh, like, man. hey, you have one week to change something. That's going to change your future. But it has to be in this exact week and this exact year. Do you get to pick the week and year? No, no, no. You just wake up and you're... It's and the you're middle. there. Yeah, you're there. Fuck. Can you imagine, though? What if it was a shit week, though? Yeah, but if it was a shit week, you're going to... They're going to send you there for some reason. You don't know the reason, but you're there for some reason. All right. Something happens in that week where you're going to be like, oh, my God, I missed that opportunity here. Jesus. 
junior year, there's a lot of my junior year I'd want to eliminate, and a lot of it. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be junior year. No, I'm just, just saying. Uh, yeah, but how weird. do you not walk across? I would, I would immediately be like, I gotta find Highland. You have no idea. We talked about this on the podcast yeah. yesterday in 2021, and now it's 1993, and you'd be like, What the fuck are you talking about? But what if you were like, Oh my god, what if we, what if we walk past each other in the hallway and we're like. Dude, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we right? both got sent back to the same time. To the same week. That'd be fucking wild. Like, what the fuck do you say? That, yo, to, to be able to do it with, with a friend would be the shit. Right, like. would be fucking awesome. Right, like, tomorrow you wake up, right? You wake up and you don't know. You don't know that. Did George wake up the same way? Was this all this a dream these last 30 years? How would I get a hold of you? I don't know your fucking... But then you'd wait to see me I don't know your old phone number. But you'd wait to see me at school, right? (laughs) Yeah. And then I'd go to school, and you'd be like... You'd probably be nervous, like, how to approach me to say it. Uh, uh, hi? (laughs) You'd be like, yo... Because if you said, yo, GMAC, I'd be like... If I... Then I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because that wasn't my name back then. That'd be fucking wild. That you know what I'm saying? Crazy. You, but if it was me and I woke up, I'd be like, that'd be one of the first things I had to find. Yep. You know? Oh, I got to tell you, we'll talk. I'll show you off air. Got a, got a, somebody hit hit us up on Wildcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. And I think it's right up our alley. Perfect. Yeah, it's just just some wild shit that I, you wake up tomorrow. That would be cool as shit. And... You just don't know. You know what I mean? You wake up in your parents' old house. You, obviously, you don't have kids or whatever. You don't have tattoos on your arms. You have nothing. You wake up, you're like... You're in shape. What the fuck? <laughs> you're like, what the hey, fuck? Hey, shape. No, uh, but I'm saying, you know? That'd be wild. You know your natural instinct would be... My natural instinct would be like, Mom, is today a school day? Yeah, all right. The second I got to school, I'd be like to Ramage. Yo, I got to find Highland Winnie. Be like, what for? I'll be like, I just got to find him. <laughs> and then, where you, is he? You know, the second we saw each other, if we both were Had there that, yeah. with with our memories, you'd be like, oh Holy my God, shit. dude. <laughs> Yo, that's another TV show. That is another TV show. Yo, some motherfucker's going to steal our ideas. I know. We got It's copyrighted right here, right now. We copyrighted that. Um, um, we got we to write this on a piece of paper and mail it to ourselves. Yeah. That's the original copyright. That is fucking wild, dude. That is. You just wake wild. up and you're like, you got one week. Something's gonna change your future. There's a fucking. There's a twist in it. You wake up in that day, you've got your memories, and you also have a letter from your current self. Why would you need it though? Like I have my memories. I know I'm fat. Like, hey, don't fuck this up. <laughs> no, but like, I know I'm fat. Yeah. You know, because we don't know. We don't know we're waking up tomorrow. That's true. Somewhere else. That's true. But that would be the thing is we would have to, have to figure it out like in school. We The second you saw the other person in school, you'd be like, because you wouldn't know, I wouldn't call you and be like, hey, hi, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know you like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'd be weird. Man. The second, you can't tell me on that bus ride or that car drive over, you wouldn't be going, I got to find George. Yeah. We just talked about this yesterday. <laughs> Right? That would be fucking And I'd be nuts. like, I got to find Highland. That would be nuts. We got to have a podcast. I'm like, I'm going to wait in the school parking lot till it's 10 after 8 because he's never here on time. Uh, I was 
Yeah, I was, I was kind of late a lot. Yeah, see, so that's the, I would kick you square in the balls when you open the door. Yeah. Bang! That's what it really, Be here on time. That's what it really started when I had my own car. I was never on time. I was second bell all the time. But that, that can you imagine? You, yeah. That's exactly, be, that would have to be the first person I looked for. Now, what if I didn't know? No, I know. Then I'd have to, I'd be, I'd probably be like Marty McFly with George McFly chasing you around, being like, yo, dude, go into broadcasting. So that the other end of this would be. Yeah. You know? So it would work. That's fucking wild. That that's a good that's a, that that is a good that would be a great show, great movie, great something. Yeah. Damn. But you know you'd have to find the other guy that knew. You do. You have to. absolutely. You'd have to seek out the other person. Yep, definitely. That's good shit. You know, that's just it's it's so wild like when you that's why I like when we just talk it out cuz the the spin-offs of just different shit. Yeah, that's wild. How it lands. That's crazy. All right, for us, we are headed to the International Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame next weekend. Well, this weekend, when you listen to this, yeah, it'll be the August twenty seventh through the twenty ninth. Three day event will be live on twenty four crossmedia.com. It's twenty four cross radio. There's a link right there to listen to it. Uh, sponsored the entire weekend is sponsored by Chimpan Tree Tree Service. We're gonna have to send. We'll be sending out social media. Stuff. Prompts to prompts. show you what we're doing. Yeah, and uh, we'll do some Facebook Live stuff. I think Friday starts with a wrestling match. We're yep. at the... Um, Water of Elite Dome. We're at the Water of Elite Dome Friday night. Saturday, we are at the convention, uh, the is Desmond. The, it's the Desmond Hotel. And it's called... What's it called, though? It's not It's not a meet and greet. It's a... Uh, well, they say it is a convention. It's a convention. We're, yeah. at the, we're at the wrestler's convention on Saturday. And Sunday, we are at the breakfast. We are. We're at the yeah. breakfast on Sunday morning. And there's an after hours with Bill after Friday. Uh, Friday night? night after the wrestling match. Yep. So Saturday, don't look down on us if we look a little beat up. <laughs> <laughs> nah. We oh, wanna... we're going to break out some new shirts this weekend. Yeah. Nah, we want to have a good show. We're, we're going to have some stickers up. and some merch to hand out some, to some fans. Hopefully we make some new fans. Tell your friends to stop up. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, it should be wild, man. We're, we're big wrestling fans and. It, yeah. This could be our coming out party, really. Yeah, it's, I, I've got a, a few people who I hopefully hopefully get a chance to sit down with, but I'd be grateful for whoever we get. Yeah, you definitely got to get in touch with Seth today. Yeah, I'm today gonna, we yeah. need we need like a uh, an event schedule. Yep. You know, for us, for us, like what is expected of us. Where do we get our tickets? We, you know, you bought two tickets to the dinner. Everything else was supposed to be. Figured out, so yeah. For the food, that's that event. That part's going to be cool. Yeah, it's all going to be cool. It, the whole thing, and, yeah. and it's a big weekend for us, so we got to really <clears throat> get it together. Are we bringing the kendo stick? We will bring the kendo stick. All right. Maybe what we should do is have whoever's on our show sign our kendo stick. We could do that. That'd be pretty cool. Except for the bushwhacker, because I don't want him to sign my candlestick stick, because he might try to sign my stick. Ah, <laughs> yeah, with his one tooth, he'll put a tooth in it. It's funny. His 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 hair and his goatee are dyed like dark brown. Yeah, even though he's in his sixties. Yeah. So, it's gonna be a good weekend. Yeah, a very busy weekend, and uh, and then September fourth, 
we just got asked to host the the big thing that the VFW is putting on, Matt Russell and them. Let, I, let me read about it. He sent it to me yesterday to read. Ooh, I'm working. Well, well then I guess I'm – well, he said you could come after. He said we could do it after 4 p.m. September 4, Saugerties Memorial VFW post 5034. Giveaways, free music, uh, food, games, fun, all free. Come enjoy and relax, and thank you to our community. It's like uh, they're doing a big thing, live bands, uh, free food. It's a big veterans, like, support day, giving back to the community. And they want to do the uh, Six Cheese Balls of Death Challenge live that day. Oh, my God. At the event. Cool. So, should be busy. Should, uh, this is starting to take its turn. Yeah, September's getting busy. I think. Why is it, why is it in my mind there's something else we're doing in September? <clears throat> oh, you're going to have all the outlaw games you're, call, you're calling on Sunday mornings. Yeah. Which, we could do them on the radio if we wanted. We really want to build them up. We could do them. Oh, just to answer your question, yo, it ate the shit out of my data. Oh, did it? Oh, yeah. I got a message the next day saying I was not almost out of data, but I was out of like roaming data. I was like two. I was like two gigs away. So for broadcasting, for what do we figure? Maybe four. Well, hours. Why would it be in roaming data? I don't know. I was on roaming data for whatever reason. I don't right think there. we broadcast for four hours over there, though. No. No. I just wonder if uploading is a lot more data intensive than downloading. Probably. I so know. I don't know. It was on. It was. It didn't matter because my fucking cycle reset two days later. Well, if we can time it like that, then it's not bad. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. It is what it is. I just thought it was funny. We talked about it, and then I got the message like the next day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, after the whole weekend. Yeah. 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 yeah I was like, oh, oh, I figured that one out. Got the bill. It was the same bill, so nothing to get charged anymore. Yeah. Anymore, dude. I don't know how they don't have just free Wi-Fi. Everywhere. Yeah. And why is it so weak at Cantons? Maybe just because it's a huge fucking area. Probably because of how far we were from the the hub had to be in the main pavilion. Either in the main pavilion or over in the offices, which is over behind Lorenz. Yeah, so we were probably directly in between the two. Yeah, I think so. All right, fuck it up, Winnie. <laughs> For GMAC and 24 Cross Media, this has been the Outlaw Blitz Podcast. And as always, take it extra deep.